on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Do you think that there are man jobs and women jobs in relationships? If you guys want to get in a fight, sure. <laughs> think about the answer. Think about that. Are there some responsibilities that should be exclusively to men or women? Because he is fed up mm-hmm. with this one. Welcome to group therapy. We do this every Monday at this time. It's like, like we get it. There's some things you just need other people's opinions on. It may not be like therapy level related, yeah. but like maybe you feel uncomfortable talking to your family and friends about it. Exactly. Listeners reach out to Kramer and myself when they're going through something and just need an outside perspective. And so we do our best and chime in and then we turn to you so you can help out your neighbor as well. Hey, Nick from Glen Burnie. Good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, explain your situation here. I've been married for 10 years, right? For the most part, okay. But one, <laughs> one of my biggest pet peeves is uh, that my wife thinks that a guy should be uh, okay going into the grocery store or whatever and picking up tampons for her. And uh, Okay. I've, I've, I've hit my breaking point with it. And <laughs> but before I get to that point, I, said, I listen to the show all the time. I said, uh, hey, let's call these guys up and uh, see if I'm the only one out here that, that feels this way or if, uh, or if I'm dead on. How often does she have to, does she ask you to do this? Is this like an every time thing? Is this a hey, could you stop by the store on your way home because you know it just happened or what? It used to be just every once in a while. Okay, but it's turned into a uh, you know hey, you know what time of the month it is? Go get this for me. What are you still sitting here for? Type of thing, and uh, that's that's not where my head is. Why is this such a big deal? I'm a guy. Certain things are guy things. Certain things are women things. <laughs> and you know for a fact that this is something that you got to go through every month. Every yeah. month, you know. You're right. Like it, it is, and it's not fair, and it's difficult. So what, why is I, it? I'm, why I'm, can't you? I was, willing, I was willing to pitch in until it became my job. I don't oh. think it's my job. Okay. All right. Uh, let me let me come to your defense for a second, Jessica. Careful. Let listen. Hear me out here. Yeah, hear, let's, hear, let's see what you have to say. Hear us out here for a second, Jessica. Sure. I, I will say uh, when I was married that I um, I from time to time, not all the time. I I would maybe I was the one going to the you know do the grocery shopping for the week or whatever, and I would have to buy the tampons. Yes. I will say. It's a, it's it's embarrassing. Why? As, as a guy, it's I don't I, I I don't even know. Like Nick, can you explain? It's just embarrassing. Like I, that's what I'm trying to say. It's not a, you can't even put a finger on it. It just it just feels wrong. It you guys sound pathetic to me wrong. right now. It's a box that has some things in it, and if we have to put up with no, so much, you no, can't you can't just go down aisle five and pick up a box <laughs> on your way home from work? It's much more than a box. It's the cosmic cube. You don't even understand. Jess, in your relationship with your boyfriend, Garage Boy, you guys have been together now for a year and a half. You, you, you guys are getting comfortable with each other. Yes. Does he buy tampons for you? Not on the reg, but like but if, if, some, but if something happens, I've asked him before, and yes, he would. No, no issues. No, like, oh, man, I ain't got it. I don't know, babe. I don't know if I can See, go. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was in the same boat at first. But see, you would ask him to do it, but you don't expect him to do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's an expectation versus a, a want or a need. If I was your wife, and I'd be like, if you can't give me the box of tampons, then I'm not going to give you all the other things either. <laughs> well, if I'm buying tampons, it seems like I'm not getting it anyway. So. 
That sounds like a personal problem. Okay. Let's let's do this. Uh, our phone number is 410-583-1065. I only want to talk to women this morning, okay? Does your man buy your feminine products for you? Mm-hmm. I'm curious in most relationships, does your man buy them for you? Because honestly, I've, I, I've never asked how he's felt about that. One time I needed him and I just told him to get him. Like, I didn't even think it would be an issue. It's a, it, it is embarrassing. I'll tell you. Nick, listen, I'm a feminist, man. I, you know, I, I rah-rah women, everything. But like... Apparently not, though. No, Apparently comes, not. Because you can't one, pick and choose. You can't pick and choose when you want to be on our side about it's it. It's my kryptonite. I'm curious, too, if your man will refuse to buy them. Phone number is 410-583-1065. Women, in, in your relationships, will he buy your feminine products? Is it an issue? Or has he, does he flat out like refuse to? 410-583-1065. I can't even say the word sometimes. What's wrong with you? Say it. Say I, it right now. I, 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 you know me. Grow I'm like up. A, say I'm it right now. open book. No, you're not. I'm an, yes, I am. Apparently I'm, I'm not. Completely if you, if, open if book. This is a huge obstacle for you, and it shouldn't be, so apparently not, because this one page has you stumped, and I don't know why. Nick from Glen Burnie called in this morning. He's basically trying to get a read on the room of in relationships. Mm-hmm. Who is responsible for buying or, or the tampons? Like, will you just help out? Period. Like, like that's what happens. Is he say after ten years of marriage, I'm sick of having to go to the grocery store and buy these things. If she asks him, can you pick some up on your way home? And apparently, he just can't do it. So, like, how does your man react to that? Like, if you were to call him and say, hey, listen, go to the grocery store, get him. Is you it know an issue saying? in the like, house? Is it a big deal or is it not in your relationship? 410-583-1065. Hey, Joe in Baltimore. No. Good morning. Good morning Good to morning. you. Good morning. Did, listen, does your man buy your tampons? <laughs> like, I need no, to be- he, no, I will not allow it. You-, you won't allow it? You don't think it's okay. Why is that? Because it's my period. I know I get this every month, uh-huh. so I go to Sam's Club, buy the big box. Now, I'm not saying that sometimes you might miscalculate and you run out. Right. That's a different story. But to ha- send him to the store every month because you just want to send him to the store to get your tampons, no. You ain't doing it. Nope. You ain't making them do it. Now, okay, nope. so but so you're saying, like, you if, if, if on the pinch, off chance, because obviously pinch, sometimes you can't control and you just got a little surprise out of nowhere, you will send him and ask him to get him for you, yeah? That's why I buy bulk. There you go. Okay, <laughs> hang on. Hang on now. Now, in that pinch moment, what is his reaction? Is he like, oh, man, or is he is he cool with it? Oh, no, he don't never complain. So never good. Complain. That's my He'll point I'm trying to make. Okay. Don't complain about Nick's, it. Nick's complaining over here. So how would yeah, you feel? Yeah, but it's not an every month thing. Yeah. Now, if, <laughs> if, if he came back to you and was like, hey, listen, like, I, I, I don't feel comfortable doing that, how, what, what are you going to say back to that? Then I'll just have to make sure I stock up. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, so at the end of the day, it's your ultimate responsibility. If he decides to step in and wants to help, he can, but like, if you he don't think he has to. Okay. No, I don't think he has to. There she goes, okay. right there. Joe, just thank you like so much. I don't ask him to pick out my bras or my panties. <laughs> That's not responsibility. <laughs> you know, they're not going to get the right size. That's so true. I send them. It's true. It's not going to be good. I'm just saying, Joe, I don't know why he can't help out a little every now and then. Once in a blue moon. Yeah. The way making it seem like is that she used to do it once in a blue moon, but now it's like every month. How do you forget every month that you need tampons? <laughs> I don't know. Good question. Sometimes it's not consistent. <laughs> Th- okay. Th- thank you, Joe. <laughs> welcome. Uh, Joseph from Baltimore says, I need to grow up. Joseph, what? What's Joseph, up, man? What's up? You think I need to grow up? Look, bro. I mean... <laughs> 
Uh, not not you specifically, but I mean more so Nick. Um, especially you've been married for ten years. Mm-hmm. Like I I get I get the aspect of not wanting to do it every month, yes. like it becoming a routine. Of course. But I mean, especially you're married, bro. Like you took a vow. Like <laughs> yes, for better or worse. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if my woman asked me to get her something, especially something like that like she can't control that mm-hmm. like i mean i i get not wanting to stop like maybe he works in construction or outside all day and he just wants to get home but you're but, saying like the inconvenience factor you understand but the embarrassment factor yeah, you like, don't get you don't get it. bro what are what are we teenagers like <laughs> dude i can't you know like are you are you a little girl that just got your first period <laughs> by yourself like, like why does it because Kramer won't man. even say it Kramer I, won't I even say it on the air like this whole word. thing his face is so red and he's so uncomfortable about this entire situation and i cannot Kramer, understand just, why Kramer, just say it T- tampon <laughs> <laughs> like why are you freaking out i don't know man I support women all the time. But like Except over this though. This is like the one issue that I always feel and I don't know why I feel weird about it's it. Totally uncomfortable but about I do. it. It doesn't make sense. Hey Rona. Hey. How's Pikesville this morning? Uh, muggy and sticky and yucky. Okay, it sounds like Baltimore. <laughs> it is not fall at all right now. Like, it's it is, so weird. It is not fall. This it's is so not weird. fall. We are not there yet. Uh, no, this is Indian summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. here it is. Uh hey, tell us, Rona, in your relationship, does your man whine about having to buy tampons? Okay, so the relationship that I'm in now, the answer is yes. Okay. So between me and my daughters, whenever we need stuff, I'm going to have to be the one to go and get it. But when I was married, my ex-husband would do a lot of the shopping. So he didn't particularly like it, but he was willing to go and do it. He would do it. Here's the thing that bugs me out of everybody, you know, complaining about this man-wise. Yeah. So if you guys are complaining about it, especially you, Kramer, because you're on the, you know, on the radio so much. Yeah. Why are we paying the pink tax then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen. We I, need this every single month. Oh, this should be free, 100%. No, listen, I'm not arguing that at all. I'm not arguing no, that. No, what? I get that. I get that. But, you know, men don't understand. We need this every single month. You guys have your um, way with us every single whatever time period you want. Hello. So you're doing something with us. Why can't you help us? To get through this period of time, uh, okay. yes, yes. this is our this is our responsibility. If we're all going to use it, we're all going. Exactly. <laughs> if we're all going to take part, then you can chip in. <laughs> Listen, this is a, a group a group effort now. It is a group effort. You want it? You got to you got to chip in. It is a group effort, girl. Okay, hang on. So, it is. W- tell me about your new relationship then. So he has he has an issue with it. So he cringes when we bring it up or, like, I let him know, hey, it's that time of the month, and he cringes. I'm like, listen, I get that, but, you know, you grew up with women. You should be com- more comfortable about this. He goes, yeah. But, yeah, this isn't new. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not like no, I just started getting like, Yeah. Hello. It, it, you're back in ninth grade learning biology of the reproductive system. Right. Again. Yeah. Like, totally. Totally. Okay. I, I, so, I totally so, agree with the other guy. Grow up. So, yeah. then, so you, in your relationship now, though, you just, you just know that he's not going to do it. So you just, it's just, it just is what it is. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do what that first woman said. I'm just going to go to Sam's Club, BJ's, wherever I yep. am, wherever I have a membership, I'm just going to buy in bulk. So, I don't have to talk to you about this. I, I just got it in the house. But he loses points, though, on that. 
Yeah, he does. Mm. Okay. Thank you for calling us. Absolutely. I love you guys. And happy anniversary, even though I'm a month late saying it. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you. That's so sweet. Thank you you for saying thanks for remembering. Appreciate that. Absolutely. You guys are great. I love it. You're great. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Um, A text in the 443 said that men should absolutely not have to buy tampons regularly, maybe in an emergency. But we know it's coming every month. You should be prepared. He said, uh, "You would, you wouldn't wait until you were out of toilet paper to buy it." Jess, thoughts on that? No, of course, nobody plans for a surprise of the Red Sea. That's not what I'm saying here. <laughs> and what I'm saying is, like, if you're in need, like your partner should not make you feel bad for asking for help. That's all hey, I'm Kim trying to Bo- say. Hey Kim, hey Kim from Bowie. Good morning. Good morning. Does your man buy uh, tampons in your relationship? He absolutely does. Does yes. Of course you you say it like he enjoys it. Well, because, okay, and does, no, he, saying, does he gripe? Like it ever, it's like buying paper towels to him because he knows, everybody knows they're not for him. Sure, sure. So yeah, it sure. means that he has a woman at home. Yes. And and here's the other thing. I, I gave that, well, I was the one that carried his child in my stomach for nine months, which was risk of life to me, but not to him at all. So mm. I don't think he minded sticking a box of tampons in the cart. That was his <laughs> contribution. To yes, girl. That. Say it one more time for the people in the back. Thank you. Well, let me. I, I mean, seriously, it, 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 how is that even anywhere in comparison? Let me ask you this for both of you, for you and Jess. So let's say you see a guy at the grocery store and he's got a box of tampons in his cart. What's the first thing that goes to your mind? You go first, Kim. That is Kim. the hottest man in the store. Wow. Yes, and I will second that, too. I find that so attractive because, one, you're compassionate and you're empathetic and you are doing something for your partner. And I'm like, props exactly. to you. Props wow. to you. Wow, okay. My boss just texted me and said, if you want if you want to keep going with this, keep going. Keep talking about it. Did he really? It. Like, it's, listen, Was this... I included on that? <laughs> no, I wasn't. What does it have to do with anything? Interesting. What does it have to do with anything? Interesting. I'm just saying. Jess loves to make situations about her. <laughs> nothing to do with you. What do you mean? I'm the one that pushes the buttons in here. It doesn't matter. The point is this. Listen, what we're getting from this conversation, if you're just tuning in right now, is we had listener Nick call in. He said, I don't think that I should have to be responsible for buying tampons in my relationship. Yeah, this husband is in protest right now yeah. and does not want to pick up tampons for his wife anymore. They've been together for over a decade at He's this point. a boy dad. He's like, listen, that's that's my wife's responsibility. That's on her. That's not Kramer is super uncomfortable took him about 45 minutes to actually say the word tampon on the radio today, and he's almost 40 years old. I I fall into his category. I do feel uncomfortable when I go to the grocery store and have to buy tampons. I I understand him, okay? But what I'm getting, about 80% of of women are saying, like, listen, it's it's either not a big deal or it shouldn't be a big deal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I would say the other 20% fall into their, you know, a man's got an issue with it. They think it's weird. They think it's strange. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where it sits this morning. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Monday, just like that. We made it. Do you make it to Monday or do you just arrive? You do. It's like the day you didn't really ask for, but if, you're here. Yeah, if you're here, you made it. Another day. <laughs> Be thankful. We're blessed. I don't know if I'm going to allow that, that positivity right now. Can we just say, like, it's Monday? Just for, like, the just the five minutes. I guess, if you want to start uh, off your morning that way. Oh, man. Rolling out of bed this morning. Had a Ravens win yesterday, though. That was cool. That felt good. Yeah. Six o'clock club. Let's get it going, man. Texas, if you're up. This is anybody that's awake first thing in the morning. And are you a, thank God, it's Monday and I'm here? Or are you a, oh my God, it's Monday. 
how am I possibly going to get through this week? <laughs> you can be both. You can be both. I'm curious like, what, what your mindset is. Now, this is like, I challenge this is you go to, time. I challenge you, if you can, at least one morning this week to listen to... Uh, to listen to morning meditation as you get ready for work, if you can, because it's something I've been doing the past, like, two weeks. I see that. And it's changed how I start my morning. And so I feel like if there's a chance, maybe not, maybe, I mean, I think Monday would be the best day to do it just because they suck. But try that this week and see if that changes how your day goes. Jess is going to start doing the show by herself on Mondays until about 8. I'm going to roll in about 8 o'clock. Be like, good morning. Be like, what up? All Four, the jams. Yeah. <laughs> 410-583-1065. Texas, if you're up, we want to say good morning to you. Jim at USCG. Hello, beautiful Beverly. Johnny E is up hey. with us. Cowboy, good morning. Lori, uh, Mr. W, good morning. LG, the sassy scientist. Delightful Debbie, Yvonne, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Lisa, Sarah, and Stu. Girl. Terrence, good morning. Losa Mel Nurse, hello. Uh, Mrs. Kelly, our pharmacy tech, good morning. Kathy in Parkville. Jake the Jogger. Anthony, good morning. Captain K-Man, Stephanie in Nottingham. Good morning, Melanie from Westminster. And Lisa is up with us. Happy Monday. Can I tell you, I finally, finally been here for how long, Jess? Year and over, a month? Over a year and a half now. No, no, not a year and a half. Sorry. Wrong thing. Like a year and a month. Yeah. Finally got recognized out in public. Nice. And it was through the weirdest circumstances. I went over to the Fells Point. You fun. said finally, like finally. Trip on, you're tripping about it. I mean, it's crazy. Like, it's just, I, I didn't know. If, I, I, I really don't. Like, Jess gets recognized all the time. You get recognized at dinner on Friday. Yeah. Jess got a parking spot. Yeah. Because Shout of who to she Darcy. was. Darcy. Girl, Darcy. Hey, girl. We got to tell that story in a minute. That was crazy, too. Yeah. So I'm at the, the fall, the Fells Fun Fall Festival or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and a woman's a Kramer. I'm like, I'm not used to this here, so let me see any other Kramer answers first. Hello. Maybe maybe You're Kramer from Seinfeld's here. Let me let me yeah. chill. Let me He's chill scared. first. That's funny. So uh, this woman's like, hey. Hey, I just want to say hi. Come meet you. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're the first person that's actually recognized me out in public. This is crazy. She's like, well, I gotta be honest. I'm like, what? She's like, I actually recognize your mom first. <laughs> my mom's in town right now. She's like, and then after that, I recognize. Like, oh, yeah, his son. <laughs> no, she's like, then I recognized your dog after that. And then I recognize you. So she said, I'm a Nancy fan number one. Kiki I was like, number two. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> hey. Beggars can't be choosers. No, your mom's a superstar. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was funny. What happened with you, though? How did, I forget the story. Jess and I went to dinner on Friday night yeah. over at Poppy's in uh, Hamden. Yes. What happened with this parking spot situation? So obviously, and I don't go in that area very often, but parking is insane. Yeah. And we're waiting to get this parking spot, but I guess this car was like on the side just trying to get whoever, even though we kind of followed them to their spot. Right. So this car kind of pulls up and wasn't going to let us like get into the spot, sure. even though it was our spot. Okay. So I'm like, man. And then this woman turns around and she's like, oh my gosh, are you Jess from the radio? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And she's like, oh my God, you're fantastic. I see you at Merritt. Like, do you want my parking spot? And I was like, can I please have your parking spot? And then the lady behind me was so mad and yeah. she's like waving her hands at me and speeds off. And I'm like, Darcy? Thank you and your beautiful family for giving me your parking spot. That's a cool story. We celebrate this kind of things because for this, it's like milestones that like we're we're like accepted here, you know? Like we got here and there was pandemic, couldn't yeah. see anybody. It's, so nice to, we, it's nice to have friends and friendly and friendly faces around. Yeah, now we get to meet you guys. It's super cool. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. 
Let's get it going. Number three. Lamar Jackson threw for 316 yards, including a 49-yard touchdown pass to Hollywood Brown. And the Ravens handed Broncos their first loss of the season with a 23-7 victory in Denver on Sunday. The Ravens not only won their third consecutive game, but also tied an NFL rushing record. So the Ravens are now tied with the 1974-77 Steelers for 43 consecutive games with 100 yards rushing. So they can get the league's outright record in Week 5 on Monday night against the Colts at home if they can rush once more for 100 yards in a game. So the Ravens take on the Colts at M&T Bank Stadium Monday night, October 11th at 8.15 p.m. Seasons fire right now. Even as a non-football fan, I'm so in. I'm watching the score constantly, keeping up. So good. Number two. Who has the best French fries in the fast food universe? A recent survey ranked the French fries at 23 different fast food establishments based on crispiness, hotness, and seasoning. And based on the taste test, here are the top three. Wait, can I guess? Sure. What do you think came in at number one? I know Chick-fil-A fries are very well accredited. I think I'm going to go with Chick-fil-A. I didn't see the survey. That's number one? I'm going to go with Chick-fil-A. Okay. They're at least top three. Okay. So coming in at third place is Rallies. Mm. Voted second place on the list was McDonald's. Okay. And Solid. number one, not Chick-fil-A. Number one's who? Five Guys. They're good. It's been a long time since I've had them, but they're good. So I have to say, I had five guys like last week, yeah. and the fries are underrated. I can kind of see those as they're good. number they're one. They're good. You just don't think about it because I, don't, I put them like at a tier above like a typical fast food restaurant. I mean, you know? they're still considered fast food. I'm surprised McDonald's wasn't number one, to be honest. McDonald's though. is great. Arby's, where's Arby's on that list? Arby's fries, I'll tell you, if you're sleeping on Arby's fries, they're almost like the Checkers fries. They're, they're spicy, they're a little seasoned. That's a good fry. I don't know if Arby's even made Damn. this list. I almost feel like that's disrespect at this point. That's a good fry. It's solid. Number one. Venom, Let There Be Carnage had a record-breaking premiere, so the sequel ranked in just over $90 million for its debut weekend, setting a new record for the biggest pandemic-era theatrical opening. So that means Venom 2 is on track to join Shang-Chi and The Black Widow as one of the highest-grossing films of the year at the domestic box office. And Venom 2 is also only playing in movie theaters instead of doing a hybrid release on demand. And in other movie news, No Time to Die is on fire as well at the international box office. The latest 007 and Daniel Craig's last as James Bond kicked off overseas with an impressive $119 million from 54 foreign markets. Why don't we get it yet? So it's not here? It's just everywhere else? I guess. Hmm. I don't know. I don't make the rules. I might I mean, go see it, though. But if it's not here yet, like when does it come here? Uh, I would assume on Friday, to be honest with you. Since okay. Let me see. But this is Justin. That was your top three. We've been talking a lot about the Fells Point Festival. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Jess, like, I, Jess is laughing at me because I was like, I don't really quite understand the definition of festival, okay? I don't think that I necessarily understand what a festival is all about, right? Because I went over the, I went over the, the Fells Point Fest, and I, I guess I didn't have an expectation of what I was getting myself into. I just knew it was going on that weekend. It was kind of in walking distance from my mom's in town. It's I'm gonna take just her out there. something fun and nice to do. I, I expected, I guess I expected like... What? Like, there to be, like, a common theme based around the festival. Like, for example, I went over to the Poe Fest this weekend, too, right? There were vendors. They were selling Poe or, like, Yeah, it was, kinda, the, it was the International Poe Festival. Yeah, so they were selling, like, Poe stuff. You know, yeah. everything was kind of Poe or, like, creepy-themed, right? Uh-huh. So over at the, at the Fells Point Festival, I was thinking they would be, like, 
Fells Point stuff? Which everywhere is. There wasn't. That's all it was. What are you talking about? Where were you? What did you think it was supposed to be? Grounds twice. And there was nothing that was like Fell. I was like, I'm going to get a Fells Point shirt while I'm out here. I walked around. I was like, I don't see anything that's Fells Pointy here at all. And I don't know if that's like the point of a festival. Like when you say it's going to be a Fells Point festival, I want it to be Fells Point theme. This I want man, everything. This man literally was like, I, di- I just didn't get it. And I'm like, what do you not get about just going to a fall fun? It was Fells Point Fun Festival. There are fun things going on. So basically all the businesses, all the shops were open. So trying to get people to go Sh- in and sure. put money in, obviously. Sure. A lot of sure. like bars and restaurants. Get so it. a lot of places had cocktail bars open so you could get cocktails at Cooper's. You could go sure. to like, you know, you can backyard do that any on the day. point. You can do that any day That's, out of the week. And there's a bunch of places selling like, uh, they had a bunch different vendors and stuff like that. I and was music there. Music and bands. I was there literally and food. for the merch. I came for the merch. There were so many things I that you could have gotten. I wanted the exclusive Fells Point Festival merch. I don't know and what's I wrong with you. I couldn't find anything. It I was just so felt, much fun. I felt like literally I was I was any kind of like anywhere. Like that could have been any city USA festival. You know what I mean? It was the what same. What are you it was talking same, about? Are you listening to what I'm saying? Pride of Baltimore was pulled up on the harbor. I was sitting there. I was like, man, I just, I wanted something like a little more felsy. I think next year, this is my oh, business venture. Oh my God. And tell me if I sound crazy. You're well, so wet. Tell me if this doesn't sound like this could be like a money-making idea here. Okay. What? It's like, I want to make exclusive Fells Point merch. You literally could have just gone into the shop on the corner nope. and gotten a Fells Point shirt. It's gonna, it's, I'm going to have a, a, a booth set up and it's the people that are coming there like me that are looking for exclusive Fells Point stuff. Like, I want to fest. I got fest stuff. You know what I mean? Fells Point is such an eclectic place. And it's about, remember the reason why it's even there? Because of the 60s. They were going to put no, a, totally. the 95 through there. The businesses, awesome. you know, didn't want to get taken away. Love it. That's the point of it, is putting money into the vendors, into the local businesses right and then and there. It's exactly right. And what and I'm telling you is next year. I'm going to set up a booth. Fine. With and exclusive get. little, and people are going to flock. So people you're mad because you didn't get a t-shirt that said Fell's Point on it? I just really wanted one thing that said Fell's Point on it. I wanted something, anything that was so Fell's Pointy. by local artist wasn't good enough for you? It was Baltimore-based. I wanted something exclusively Fell's Point. And I felt like as a person going to the Fell's Point fest, I wanted to get something Fell's Pointy. All right. I'm gonna. I'm also gonna sell something called Fells Point Fries. What does it mean? I don't know. Okay. But people are gonna flock because it's literally the Fells Point Festival. I had a great time. There's missed opportunities <laughs> I here. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> like, why would I go to events like that? This is why I stay home a lot. This because is why. You when need I go, to. I sit there and I'm like. How could this be better? What, <laughs> what could we do? What is wrong What could with we you? do to make this event even bigger and better? So next year, Fells Point exclusive merch. Okay. And I'm gonna travel around too. By yourself. Ellicott City. We're Not gonna, me. We're going to have merch, okay? I won't be in that booth. We're going to have... Um, I'll be drinking and buying stuff like <laughs> I normally do about fun festivals. Uh, anyway, Fells Point, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a fun... A, a lot of people were a lot of people were out there. It was huge. Yeah, it was cool. Did you go... You went at night, though. Yeah. Yeah. And it was different. It was like See, an I, after party. I went during the day, yeah. It was, but anyway, it was a lot of fun. Fells Point Festival was, uh, was a good time. Should we stop teaching kids to say no. Should we stop teaching kids to say no? I found this uh, this list on Reddit and there was a whole thread on what should we stop teaching young children? Mm-hmm. It's asking parents these questions. I want to run through a couple of these and get your opinion, okay? Um, the first one that really struck me was stop. we should stop teaching young children that saying no is rude. 
This woman said, I want to teach my kid that it's okay to refuse something and just say no without any reason whatsoever. Right. How do you feel about that one? I think, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any issue with saying no thank you and and, it, and then you having to feel bad about it. I struggle with that one because I just don't know that kids have the ability <laughs> to make the right decision of when to say no yet. No, but I feel like that's the reason why it has to start sooner so you don't turn into an unhealthy people pleaser as an adult because mm. that is so difficult to deal with as you're growing up. So Jess, your hypothetical kid comes yeah. to you. You say, go clean your room. They say no. and they, they Because mother, I would prefer to go do something else at that time and I will clean it up on my own schedule. Right, and then that is a opportunity a for whipping. a lesson. <laughs> no, like, the, and then you, you have to take those opportunities where, so you can explain when no is appropriate and then when no is not appropriate. Ah, that's, that's a hard one for me. Okay, so uh, this is the question on Reddit was, what should we stop teaching young children? Uh, this woman said that not wanting to hug someone is rude. We should stop teach, teaching some, the young kids that not wanting to hug someone is rude. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. In 2021, y'all. Like, yeah, back in the day, I feel like growing up as a kid, like, you, if you didn't, like, go go hug old neighbor over here. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, oh, God. Yeah, like, strangers and people. That? Yeah. It was just something you did. Like, you went to church and you hugged everybody at church. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You just did it. Um, what should we stop teaching young children? This one said to finish the food on your plate if you're not still hungry. Man, oh man, that brings back bad memories for me. me. Most of us, right? Yeah. So I want you to think of it from both perspectives because most of our parents probably said, listen, you got to finish your food before you can go play. Yeah, the whole oh, the whole plate had to be clear. Right. Um, but is that setting... Overeating. Un- overeating and unhealthy... Yes, now, again, we need to preface with we don't have kids. So I can imagine that if you are sitting at home, your kid, you just cook this big dinner, mm-hmm. okay? And your kid eats like three bites of the rice, you're going to be like, yeah. come on. And they just want to go watch TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what What do you think? What's the, what's the, what's the balance? The balance there of like not teaching your kids like you must eat everything on your plate versus like you got to eat something. It can't just be junk food all the time. Yeah. I think maybe portion control and also making sure that they have a little bit of like the vegetable. Like you can't just dip and just like have the mashed potatoes because mashed potatoes are bomb and you don't want to eat the broccoli. Yeah, that's a tough one. For me. <laughs> like, that's you know? a tough one for me because what's gonna, I know exactly what's going to, I got friends with kids in like 15 minutes after you put everything up, they're going to be like, I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be like, I swear. <laughs> I swear to you. You don't eat these mashed potatoes right now. Uh, let me give you one more. Stop making them share everything for the sake of sharing. Okay? Because you know like when you bring your snacks to school and like you got to share or like, hey, if you got if you got some, you got to bring enough for the whole class. That's kind of like the way we were brought up, right? Yeah. This one's like, teach them to set healthy boundaries of like, this is mine. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that one? I think lunch, yes, but I feel like if you are, but I think that rule has to apply. Like, I want to bring cupcakes for the class. Yeah. Like, it's my birthday, so I'm bringing enough of this for the class. Yeah. I think that is different than when you have, like, you know, like that special side, side rice crispy. You don't got to share that with nobody. That's what I'm thinking. You get something like that, you're like, nah, this is mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm setting healthy boundaries. <laughs> don't touch my rice crispy treat. Think about every single person and what it took for them to get you here where you are today. Mm-hmm. Think about all the single individual people that had to be in your life and do what they did to get you to that moment right here, right now. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation. And it's just that. It is what it is. Like My mom is uh, super motivational. We bring her on here to, to get us ready for the week. Hey, Mom. Hi, honey. 
So Mondays, you know, the, the least favorite of the days, I'd say. What Mondays you say, are guys? tough. No, Mondays are tough. So that's good. why we need her, especially on the, at the beginning of the week. So my yeah. mom is uh, is super motivational, and she comes on the uh, on the podcast or on the radio show uh, to, to kind of pump us up. Uh, my mom and I do a podcast together called Certified Mama's Boy. You can get that on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. It's just a little bit of life, a little bit of uh, relationship talk. Mom goes in on my dating life, you know, things like that. <laughs> So, um, a little bit of craziness. Uh, so, mom, for today, this Monday, the first Monday of October, uh, what is what's, what kind of motivation you got for us today? From Warren Buffett, someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Look at the two of you, you two superstars. <laughs> Someone planted the seeds of love and life in you, Mm -hmm. most likely your parents. But think about it, teachers, friends, Mm -hmm. colleagues. What are we spreading seeds of every day? Yeah. Yeah. You ever thought about that? Like the amount of people that it took to get you exactly where you are. Like you want to have a moment of gratitude this Monday morning? Like think about how many people it took to get you to where you are today. Yeah. And I'm not talking about that, just that one influential teacher or whatever. It's, yeah, it's not just about like a, a specific opportunity either. It, with the saying it takes a village is so true because as you yes. grow up, you take these experiences and pieces of love from every single person around you and they build you up to kind of make you who you are. And even if those experiences aren't the best, always it prepares you for what's coming next. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Let's all think of one tree really quick. <laughs> one mm-hmm. tree really quick that got us to where we are today. I have to, I got to think about my tree, uh, Chris Allen. He's my very first radio program director that let this kid from college who just wanted to be on the radio, gave me my very first opportunity. And without him, I obviously, I wouldn't be here today. My uncle Chris, because um, after I graduated high school, my, my parents, especially my dad, he didn't want me to leave, which I under, at the time I was of course super angry like 18 year old like you don't want to let me live my life but I understood then like he just wanted me close to home but if it wasn't for my uncle Chris like telling him that like he would have my back and he would take care of me so many things never would have happened if he just didn't even take me in it's crazy right so yeah mom you got one that's right yeah I think my greatest seeds were planted by my parents mm-hmm. I mean they just sowed seeds of love and in me that hopefully helped me to return those to others. Think about that today, on this Monday. Think about maybe somebody that if they didn't do what they did for you, and it could have been family, could have been friends, that one person, like that you wouldn't have been able to be where you are today and just have mm-hmm. gratitude for that. Maybe even reach out to them and say yeah. something today. That'd be kind of cool, right? So yeah. there is your Monday motivation today with my mom. And you can always listen to our podcast after the radio show on the Odyssey app called Certified Mama's Boy. And, Mom, that's going to do it for today. I love you. Okay. Love you guys forever. You cannot argue. He has got to be the biggest Ravens fan that you have ever seen, right? Oh, yeah. So, uh, I, I, first off, amazing Ravens win yesterday. Mm-hmm. Awesome game, right? But Jess was just saying, Monday's just got a lot more exciting when it comes to Ravens win. Not just because we get to celebrate throughout the city, but why? Yeah, because obviously we all want the Ravens to take home the victory. But now, ultimate Ravens fan Nick 
basically has taken it a step further. And every victory that we've gotten, he's gotten a new tattoo. So every game, I'm just like, I want to see what he is going to be up to next. I know that you're seeing this guy everywhere. Mm-hmm. Because like last week, this story really blew up. Let me get him on. Hey, Nick, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Hey. Good, man. You were, I mean, literally, I feel like ESPN was covering your story Everybody last was. week. Who else, where else we may have seen the story? Uh, first, it was on ESPN, Bleacher Report, nice. all the news stations in Baltimore. Yep. It was definitely a wild experience. So why do we? Why are we calling you the ultimate fan this year? I think I'm just devoted and committed. I mean, I don't see anybody else putting tattoos of regular season wins on them. Every single time. Especially even before the game. Like, your latest post was, you believed in him so much because you got the tattoo, what, like two days, or on what, you got your tattoo on Wednesday and the game was yesterday just because you knew in your heart that we were going to win and take home that victory over the Broncos, yeah? Yeah, I will say it was a risky move. <laughs> and watching watching a game with a tattoo of victory <laughs> it, on you already is, is quite nerve-wracking. Yeah. But, hey, so, Nick, ev- keep it. every regular season win right now, any, any of the Ravens wins this year, you're getting mm-hmm. the tattoo put on you. So, so far, we got one for Tucker's 66-yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got one for Kansas the first City. one you got was the Kansas City one. So, this week, let me understand this. Right. Your wife was going out of town because your wife's the one that's actually doing the tattoos on you. Yeah, so my wife had to fly out to Seattle this year, sister, on Thursday. So, I knew she wasn't going to be here on Sunday, and I knew that the Ravens are going to beat the Broncos on Sunday. Right. So I was like, all right, let's do it. You know, we'll do it on Wednesday. So is she, does she want to be a tattoo order, a tattoo artist, or do you guys just have a tattoo gun at the house just for fun? Uh, she wants to uh, do, like, permanent makeup later on because she's an esthetician. So right mm-hmm. now she just has a tattoo gun. We actually got it gifted to her. So Cool. So you were bold en- putting it to use. You were nice. bold enough. You were bold enough to go ahead and get that tattoo for the for the Ravens win this weekend on you on Wednesday. Yeah. Now what would you have done if they if they actually lost this weekend? You guys wouldn't know about the tattoo, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't answer. You his wouldn't phone. be on the phone. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, what would you have just would you have covered it up or what would you did you have a thought process or are you so diehard when it comes to the Ravens that you're like, they're gonna win, I'm gonna go ahead and get this tattoo no matter what, it doesn't matter. No, it was actually funny because I was telling my wife, I was like, if they lose, um, we'll just have to go take a trip to Denver and have an awful time, and then we'll, we'll put the, <laughs> the, the, trip, the trip date under it, you know? Yeah, we'll just to make it, it a, a thing. An awful vacation trip tattoo, so something we can, like that. We can never think about Denver in a positive way ever again. It's so fun. Exactly. <laughs> do you have an idea of what you're going to do for this? Well, this week's a bye week, but then Monday uh, night, Yeah, right? Monday night for the, we're Monday taking night. on the Colts, yeah. Um... Hopefully, we're we're uh, smashing that record for uh, the, the rushing most effective hundred yard game. Yeah. So I'll probably think about something like that. Maybe maybe something about Baltimore Colts. Maybe. Yeah, okay. that's true. Uh, okay, that's true. We've got some ideas going around. Well, you got to go check out our Instagram. We've shared uh, Nick's post, and I'm sure you'll see it again everywhere you go today. You'll mm-hmm. see it. But if you go follow us at Kramer and Jess, uh, we, we'll put Nick's post up there every time we get a new one. Yep. We, we put it up there. This man is a diehard. Nick, you're the best, dude. Thanks so much for checking in, and we'll see you, I guess, uh, next Tuesday because mm-hmm. we're kind of curious to see what the next tattoo is going to be. Absolutely. Can't wait, guys. All right, man. Have a good one. You as well. See you. Bye. Bye. That's fandom, right?
He's so cool. You got to give that guy so much respect. And I love that it's his wife that does it too. Hundred percent. They're so cute. What would you? How would you feel if Garage Boy, that's Jess's boyfriend, came to you and was like, "Listen, because he's a um, he works he's, in aerospace. He's he's a he's a Rams fan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what happens if he came to you and he was like, "Listen, every Rams win this mm-hmm. year, I'm going to get a tattoo on my body. Would you be down with that? I would be so stoked. I'd 100%. be like, hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah, there you go. Why not? Go see this tattoo now. It's Kramer and Jess on Instagram. And um, my boyfriend's mom is coming to town. I'm meeting her for the first time. And what I'm doing to kind well, of... let's say that your apprehension level's pretty high. Oh, yeah. I'm super nervous. I want to make a good impression. I've never met her before. Jess and her boyfriend, Garage Boy, have been together now for a year and a half. Right. And not only that... Not only is it the first time meeting the parents, but Garage Boy has never introduced a girl to his mother ever, ever. in his 28 years of life. Yeah, this is going to be a new experience. You're for the first one. Us. So, what are you doing to prep things? I know you're feeling kind of weird about this. Well, I don't know if this makes me a bad person, and now I'm like <laughs> rethinking my entire existence. But like the first thing, because now, because your house can be clean, but it's a different kind of clean, clean when your quote unquote in laws come over. Sure. And the first thing I did was hide this one thing. And now I'm like, does this make me a bad person? It, what did you hide? Uh, it is, uh, we can call it my my fun flower. <laughs> it rhymes with indeed. <laughs> so wow. if you understand okay. what I'm All saying, right. that was literally like yesterday. I was like, oh, where is it? Yes. And I just Jess has a little bit of a fun flower at her house. Fun far away yes for where no one can find and what, i'm like does what, that am i the only person am i am i also a terrible person for doing <laughs> that am i lying to her about who i really am by doing that so jess had some fun flower in her house we on the same page here adults mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and uh she she knows that the mother-in-law is coming uh and typically where where was the fun flower where did you leave the fun flower typically just just out on the patio and it's and oh it's so it's like, out there yeah it's just out there okay for and, recreational purposes and you put it and you put it where uh i hid it far far away in like a makeup look bag that has a unicorn on it, like underneath like my sixth pair of jeans all the way back in the closet. And now you feel weird about it because yeah. you're like, I don't, I don't know if this is normal or not. Exactly. God. Is it normal to hide things when your in-laws come over? Yeah. Anybody listening right now that can come to Jess's defense, is it weird to have to hide stuff when your in-laws come over? I, I honestly don't know. I don't know if that's common or not. I can tell you, my mom's in town right yeah, now. Yeah, what did you hide? I know how you are. I, I, um, so my mom has a way of when she comes over, she likes to clean, okay, right? Okay, so, so she's taking care of you. And I'll come home and she'll like reorganize every little cabinet. Yes. Every little, you like know, Like all of your cranny. forks yeah, are like in right. the area. A different drawer. She's like, <laughs> I feel like they, they work better over here. So I really have to think through like what she might go through. Okay, what and she could find. Out of respect for my mother. Uh, who is in town right now? I I decided to hide um, things that single adult males may have in their house. We're on the same page here. Protection. Protection. Same. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I, yes. I took them. Now, not only did I <laughs> did I hide them, I literally took them down to my storage unit. You removed them from your home and locked them away. Why? Because I'm 38 years old, Why? and I'd be mortified if my mom saw that. Saw that. Yeah. Okay. I, again. Almost 40. Yeah. Like, should I care about this? I pay for my own house. Exactly. Should I care about this? Yes. Absolutely not. But I'm curious, are we the only two people that have to hide things from our our parents and parents-in-law? Yeah. So call us up. You have to hide something before your family or your in-laws come over. 410-583-1065. 
Uh, Julia, good morning. Hi, Julia. Hi, how you doing? Good. Do you have to hide things before your family comes over? Well, this thing happened many, many years ago when I was married, a mm. newlywed, and we just come back from our honeymoon. We had this teak figure that was a man wearing a barrel, and when you lifted the barrel, something else lifted. <laughs> well, my mother-in-law had visited. I left the apartment for like five minutes. Oh, no. When I came back, that was gone. It had been moved to my, my bedroom. And then something totally different, though. My toilet paper, I'm an over. It all of a sudden looked like it had been turned to under. Oh, you think she flipped it on you? Oh, I know. Hang on. Yeah. No, let's let's go back. That that's that's one thing. Let's go back to this little this little thing. <laughs> this, that, little, the, this little statue. This little statue of yours. that you have in your house. Uh, so so you the think figurines? Yeah, you think that she that she moved it because she did not approve of it. She was the only one also in the apartment. So, so. Oh, so she decided <laughs> like, uh-uh. that this was inappropriate for your home and put it away. Well, she put it into the bedroom, yeah. yeah. So do you think, she's like, that kind of garbage only belongs in the bedroom. <laughs> well, do you, um do you, so every time after that, did you then move the statue yourself because you knew it was going to be an issue? Um, or did you put it back out in the living room? To like, make a were, statement. Were you proud? Were you like, <laughs> this is where this statue I goes? Back out in the li- I put it back out in the living room because she didn't visit very often. Okay. okay. You're like, listen, I'm on this. This is a piece of art. <laughs> <laughs> this is my it, house. And it will be seen. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling us. 410-583-1065. Hey, Katie from Middle River. Good morning. Good morning. You also have to hide things from from your in-laws or your your family when they come over. Mm -hmm. Yes, we typically hide all the hard alcohol in our house because his mom is not a fan of it. (gasps) Wow. And, yeah, so we have have three different mini fridges in our house, and we usually put all of the hard liquor into one mini fridge that's in a room she doesn't go into. (laughs) Okay. And how much, how much, like, hard alcohol do you have, by the way? I'm just, I'm trying to figure out how much work, this preparation this takes when everybody comes over. Depends on what day of the week she stops by. If it's a weekend, there tends to be a few bottles. If it's during the week, there may not be any. It may just be a couple beers. Okay. Okay, so you just you never know. But it's yeah, like it's almost like clockwork. So you just gotta be prepped and ready to go. Okay. Hide the booze. Exactly. Hide the booze, everybody. But we also um will take an extra step and hide all any type of adult things like bedroom things and sure. um, well, yeah. make sure that's all hidden away. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that that one's gotta that's that's gotta go somewhere real secret. That's back to the yeah. closet, man. As like how Jess was saying with like when you like clean, like we go above and beyond cleaning like stuff we normally wouldn't clean. Yes. He says the queen, he'll tell me the queen is coming and then I go into like cute. <laughs> the queen is mode. coming. You know what that go, means. Go. Get the yes. booze. Yes. This get is not an alarm. <laughs> gotta go. Yes. We gotta go. <laughs> Thank you for calling us. Have a good week, okay? You too. Hello, Megan from Abingdon. Good morning. Oh. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you, Megan? Oh, hi. I'm well. How are you? Good. I mean, what do you think about this? Should you have to hide these things from your family? Okay, so the first time that she came on and said this, uh, she said, you know, it rhymes with indeed. And I'm like, personal massager does not rhyme with indeed. <laughs> okay, so let me think. Okay, we, that's <laughs> what I wanted to clarify last break. It, it's one syllable that it yeah, rhymes with. I think yeah. we said two syllable kind of, okay. Right, yes, right, continue. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Not here nor there. That has to be hidden as well, right? You know, that's yes. definitely a hide. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, some things, absolutely. It's, it's practicing healthy boundaries. You know, and at okay. some point, hopefully, if, you know, as your relationship grows with Garage Boy, hopefully you're going to have a relationship grow with his mom. So you think and, they'll, they'll come, Jess, do you ever come a day where you'd be like, mom-in-law, what's up? You want to enjoy like, the... Almost like, this is my, this is my home. This, this is, is our lifestyle. Yeah, this is what we situation. do. Maybe, maybe if she's down for it. I mean, you know, if that's something, you know, it, 
partaking of the fun flower is such a communal y- yes anyway you're not you're not wrong you megan know? Do you think, though, Jess, honestly, that you would ever be able to look Garage Boy's mom in the eye? And this is a good question, right? Oh, yeah. If I, if I would just ever have it, like, on the table like just, that next to my sage and crystals? Yeah, no. Yes, no. Just, just, Never. just sitting out <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. What time is that? It's, it's 420 o'clock. <laughs> Absolutely not. Never. Okay? I will hide that from her and my grandparents for the rest of my life, and I'm okay with that. Can I be reckless right now? I mean, we've been all morning. At this point, there's nothing to lose. <laughs> there's not. Anybody get high with their in-laws? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would never. Oh, man. <laughs> we gotta go. I, I really... I would love to hear that story. And what that, exp- okay, because first of all, how do you even ask? Yes. And who brings it up? Yes. And then what happens after the how? fact? Because it it can't be you. It has to be your in-laws where like, yes. you know, back in my day in the 60s, I like to partake every now and then. It had it, They would have to offer because it can't be you. You're wrong if you offer first. If you, this is a genuine question. I'm not just trying to be like extremely reckless, but I'm just genuinely curious if you've ever partaking in the fun flower with your in-laws before. Yeah. And, like how, and, and how did that, who who like initiated it? Right. Right? Yeah. I don't know that we'll get a call on that, but 410-583-1065. Hi, Mix. Good morning. Who's this? Kathy. Kathy, do, have you uh, have you shared the fun flower with uh, in-laws. your in-laws before? I absolutely have, and my husband with my parents as well. <gasps> Tell us about the first time, because I'm just kind of curious who breaks, who breaks the ice on that. Okay, so my husband smoked when I met him. My parents smoked since I was born. Oh. I never did Mm -hmm. until two years after I met my husband. Okay. And now it's super normal. But who, like, who was the the one that broke that ice of, like, the first time of, like, maybe we should should share the fun flower together? My father-in-law and my husband. Okay, they were the first ones that were like, yes. That's okay. We are going to, uh, okay. It's very good to hear. Thank Thank you for calling us. Thank you. Have a good day. Hey, Mix, good morning. Who's this? Hey, Kramer, it's Maya. Hey, Maya, good hey, morning. Maya. Maya, do you share the, share the fun flower with your uh, your in-laws? Indeed, yes, we and, do. And, and how... How did, how did you even go about that situation, though? So, it happened for the first time, actually, on the night of our wedding. Okay. Um, one of my friends has brought with her a He seemed like a pro. Okay. okay, so he was yeah. just playing cool. He yeah. was just kind of like, oh, what's this? Like, what's going on out here? Yeah. What's this? generation doesn't know what it's like these days. Like, he kind of thought he could hang a little bit more than he really could. He yeah. He for a he, little while afterwards. But he could not. Um, and then they left, and uh, we moved inside and got into some 
and more glass situation okay. set up. Okay, we got it. We got it. Yeah, we understand yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, I was yeah, always yeah. wondering how you would break the ice in that situation. So it had to be him. Had to be him. I would say, Jess, if that moment ever comes. Which it will not, and I will never. It has to be on, on her. <laughs> I will never. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.